0: Once upon a time, and not so very long ago, there was a Mr. Bottle who lived happily in this little town. With
1: him lived his only child, Maria, whom he adored, and also Bello, Maria's little dog. Mr.
0: Bottle loved them both, but he loved Brandy even more.
1: Hello and welcome to the Bad Princess Movie Podcast. This is the podcast that seeks to catalogue all of the terrible movies about princesses and princesses to be. I am Christy and I am here with my friend Bree. Hello! And we are here today to talk about Rolf Kaka's Once Upon a Time. For a
0: very special episode of the Bad Princess Movie Podcast,
1: yes, because it's
0: Christie's birthday. Woo! Woo! I was born. <laughs>
1: Congratulations! Thank you. Yes, and <laughs> so we are we are recording this on my birthday. Um, and as a special treat to myself, I wanted to talk about a princess movie that is actually really, really good. Yes. I- love this goddamn film and so what better way to to g- get to celebrate my birth than <laughs> talking about <laughs> another joyous thing that was brought into this world <laughs> slightly before
0: you it's a little older than you are but, slightly
1: slightly, yes but yeah. still
0: into this world and and bringing joy like you
1: mm-hmm mm-hmm so, I, as, a, as a little bit of history for this one, as is custom, this was a 1973 animated film. Uh, this primarily comes from West Germany, back from when West Germany was a thing. <laughs> this, uh, this one was written and directed by Roberto Gavioli and Rolf Kauka. Uh, And it's actually, it's based off an old Brothers Grimm fairy tale, the Mother Holly, or Mother Hulda, or Old Mother Frost story. There's different names and different variations to it.
0: I was wondering, because it, like, it felt like an old fairy tale, but it's not one that I had actually heard specifically before.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's one of the, one of the more lesser known ones for sure. Um, mind you, maybe that also depends on geographic location too. Maybe this one That's is fair. yeah more popular in certain parts of the world. Definitely mm-hmm. not for us North American uh, yeah. audiences.
0: Like it's got a lot of the hallmarks of a classic of a, mm-hmm. of a classic fairy tale, but. Yeah, it was one that I was like, I don't think I've I've heard this specific one,
1: mm-hmm. so that was kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, it's it's always interesting to get to see have the spotlight shone on some of those other fairy tales because it is they're just stories that we haven't seen done to death before. mm Hmm. Um, but to so Rolf Kauka was a German comic artist. He was best known for the. Uh, Fix and Foxy series. It was a weekly comic magazine that ran uninterrupted from an un- unbelievable 1953
0: to 1994. Wow! Yeah, eh? That's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. He also, Rolf Kalka, also founded Kalka Publishing, which brought uh, comic series like Asterix and the Smurfs to German audiences. Oh! Mm-hmm. And, uh so in 1976 once upon a time was dubbed into english and released in the u.s through uh, gg communications which was a film distributor that specialized in bringing foreign films to the usa market the 1976 english dub was later released on dvd in 2006 and that's the version that we are watching and talking about today
0: the version that you spent so long finding.
1: Yes, yes.
0: You, you went on a quest to find this.
1: Yes, so so now, now, dear listener, we get into we've got the actual we've got the proper history of this out of this movie out of the way. So let's take a few of you to talk about my my personal history with this movie. Oh god. So this this was one that I found on YouTube back when I kind of sort of early on into the whole bad princess movie thing. Um, The video that was on YouTube was a poor quality VHS transfer. There were points where the video and the audio kind of crap out. But regardless, I watched it and fell in love with this movie. (laughs) It's... Which is understandable. It this is, is a neat yeah. film. It's so it's so charming and cute. And so immediately I was like, I need to find this movie. And sh- so I could show it to people, not because it's bad, but because it's so adorable. And I had never heard of it before. Nobody fucking talks about this movie. So I, I immediately went to, you know, Amazon and eBay to try and find a copy. And it was out of stock. And oh. little do I, little did I know. I mean, it's, oh god, yeah. It's just, I yeah. So I, I couldn't find this movie, and this bugged the hell out of me because at this point in time, I had no issues finding copies of the shittier movies that I, <laughs> the shittier princess movies out there. There, there were even some that were available through print-on-demand services so there was literally no way for the dvds of those movies to run out but wolf Kraukas once upon a time this absolutely charming little movie that deserved to have more people watching it was out of print and was seemingly unavailable the the only options at the time to watch it were that that aforementioned VHS transfer um, on YouTube, or I did end up finding there was a a better quality DVD rip that was on Daily Motion, but the oh. audio the audio was hugely decent. You would, it was fine up until oh, like an hour no. in, and then it was just dead. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, a so, tragedy. Yeah, so. This gets into the the part of my notes that I have titled "shit that I did." <laughs> so, tell us what you did, Christy. <laughs> I I checked Amazon and eBay every single day. Oh my um, god! <laughs> not just because eBay you could set up automatic searches for new listings, mm-hmm. so I did have that. But I also physically checked eBay every day because I have trust issues with technology.
0: That's I... fair. They it might have missed a keyword somewhere. Mm. You could never be sure.
1: No, no, I had I had to do it for my own peace of mind. Uh huh. I I checked out various weird ass websites. In any if there was a listing for it, I checked it. I pr- I probably thank God I my credit card has gone unstolen because there were some like. Kind of so-so websites oh, that I was no. looking at. I <laughs> I was contacting uh, specialized stores that stores that specialized in finding difficult to find uh, movies. Oh wow! They could only find the non-English alternate region version of Once Upon a Time. Oh my god! I. I found out and contacted the DVD manufacturer to ask <gasps> if, if they if they knew of any way to get the movie. Um, oh my god. I tried to I tried to find the the email that I had sent to them and the response that I got. I couldn't find it, but I, I'm pretty sure I have a vague memory of them saying that no, sorry, not only do we not have any copies, but we no longer have the rights to produce copies of the movie. Oh no. I at one point I ended up ordering a Region Two German only DVD because I had I had started to think about maybe I could I could edit the audio from the oh. out of sync daily motion video and put it to the the Region Two German DVD uh, to try and splice it together. You,
0: you create if you can't find the English version, you will create it yeah, from yeah. its pieces.
1: And at that point, I didn't even have a a DVD player that could play alternate region DVDs. So it's like, I mean, not only do I not know German, but I can't even (laughs) play this. (laughs) Um, Oh my god. I also, I purchased the film trailer on, I think it was like 16mm film reel. Wow! Because it popped up on eBay and it was just like, well, this is mine now. I need... I just need to own this, so I I still have it. I actually I need to get it transferred at some point wow. here to preserve it. That's
0: incredible. I I don't think I've ever been as determined to to get anything <laughs> in my life.
1: This is my superpower, listener. This is how you I you could... did it. Yeah. Oh I God. I also I should also mention I. I brought up this my my quest enough times to friends in person that our our friend Steve who, who has who's a listener of the podcast. Hi Steve. Bo- Hi Steve. <laughs> he he bought me the movie poster for Once Upon <gasps> a Time, and oh. to this day I have it framed and it hangs above my bed. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm.
0: And way to go, Steve.
1: Thanks, Steve. Um. But as as Brie alluded to, so this went on for a year. So that was a year of checking Amazon and eBay daily and doing various other searches to see if I could find this goddamn movie. <laughs> Brie, mo- Brie started a new job and moved provinces in the time that it took me to get this movie. <laughs> Was that when it was? Yes, it, it was. I started this movie and you still, you lived in the same city as me. Oh my god. <laughs> it was, I, I... I didn't realize
0: that's when this was all occurring. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I specifically remember it was December and I logged onto Amazon and I did my daily search and lo and behold, <gasps> there was a copy for sale. And oh I, I god. bought that thing so fucking fast. Oh my god, I had... <laughs> I literally had, like, a rush of adrenaline. I... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was... <sighs> it was... I Because it was December, I attributed it to a Christmas miracle. And so oh. I was so excited that my precious DVD, I finally received it two weeks later, and it was finally mine, Once Upon a Time.
0: your Your quest was complete. You it... did it.
1: It was, it was, it was finally complete. And I, and I, one last thing to note is that I remember specifically, I opened, I opened the DVD case and Steve was there and I, and I (laughs) pulled out the DVD to like, check the back just to like, you know, check out the condition.
0: Yeah. Make sure that it was, it would like play.
1: Yeah. And, and I actually, I I opened it and he immediately dropped it. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) And I, oh God. (laughs) I was fucking horrified. Steve laughed his oh fucking ass off. A little shit. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> Thank you for the movie poster, but fuck you for laughing at me. <laughs> oh my god. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So that was so I. So yes, this is a hard to fucking find movie, people. And no kidding. It. If you. If we have any listeners in the US, you're lucky in that in in the time since I got my copy of it, you can now watch Once Upon a Time on Amazon Prime. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, but that's only, it only seems like it's for USA residents. Oh. Um, Canadians are kind of relegated to watching the movie on YouTube using the exact same video that I, the VHS script (laughs) that I watched years ago. Or oh. by tracking down your own copy, which there are some available on Amazon.ca right now, but they are currently ranging between 200 to $500. Oh. Dang. Dang! Yeah, man. What? Uh, what? Was? I, I'm speechless. I, I assume that that initial DVD run must have been very small. Um... Because, yeah, it just seems this, it's just, it's it's hard as hell to track down. And I, I actually, I recently huh. saw somebody had a, a copy of it on eBay for much less. I think it went for like $60, 70 And I won't lie, part of me wishes that I had seen that earlier. And so I could have bought it and then bestowed it on somebody with like the honor that it deserves. Oh, Or like do a sisterhood of the traveling pants thing and like, be like watch this and pass it on you know just
0: keep this movie going
1: just yeah show it it and show it and share it yeah just to because it's just you know it really is a shame that it's not more readily available it is like i this is a lovely
0: watch Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed this movie and I'm I am so glad that your quest was was fulfilled and you were able
1: to get a, your hands on it. Yeah. Yeah. This is it's you know, if if nothing else, if this podcast achieves nothing else, then I hope that I have at least been able to introduce a few new people to this lovely movie. That like this I'm okay if this is my my weird legacy. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. Just a few, just some more eyes on mm-hmm. on Once Upon a Time.
1: Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, Bree, do <laughs> we want to go through the plot of this one?
0: Let's do it. Let us share the, the wonder of the plot of this one.
1: Alright, So, so we are going to go through the plot at near ludicrous speed here, and then <laughs> once we do, we will open up the discussion for this wonderful, wonderful movie. Once upon a time, and not so very long ago, lived Maria, Bello, Maria's little blue dog, and Maria's widowed father, Mr. Bottle. Their happy life is interrupted by the arrival of Mary Lou and her mother to their medieval town. Mary Lou's mother is a fortune teller, and she cons the wealthy Mr. Bottle into marrying her with a false prediction that he will die unless he immediately takes a wife. I told you, only a woman can save you from death. A woman? A wife. Take a good wife and all your troubles will be over. Oh yes, yes. Mary Lou and her mother quickly make themselves comfortable in Mr. Bottle's home. They help themselves to his fortune, and force Maria into the role of a maid. Mary Lou is particularly cruel to her new stepsister, going so far as to verbally and physically abuse Maria. You stupid thing, be careful! One day while out in the woods, Maria meets a poor hunter. The two fall in love at first sight, and the poor hunter gifts Maria a garnet stone necklace, telling her not to lose it as one day it will bring us together. Unfortunately, Maria is not in possession of the necklace for long, as Mary Lou catches her admiring it. Mary Lou takes the necklace and throws it down a nearby well. No, please! No! Or was it a present from your hunter? <laughs> Unbeknownst to the sisters, Maria's poor hunter is actually the crown prince of the kingdom. The prince reveals to his father that he's fallen in love and wants to find Maria, who he only knows as the girl with the garnet stone. In response, the king sends out a proclamation. Not only will he retire and turn over the throne to the prince, but that the prince is seeking to marry a girl who has a garnet stone. <laughs> the prince is seeking a suitable wife <laughs> to be his queen and brighten his life. Hooray! 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 Managing to obtain a garnet stone necklace from an unwanted suitor named Master Shoelace, Mary Lou goes to the prince at the castle. The prince rejects Mary Lou but not before she recognizes him as the poor hunter from the forest. Mary Lou then goes to Maria, who is at the well crying over her lost necklace, and offers to help her retrieve it. Go on, fetch it. What are you waiting for? The water's so dark, I can't see anything. (laughs) Why don't you climb down? Mary Lou lowers Maria into the well, and Maria successfully finds her necklace. Mary Lou pulls Maria back up, only so that she could snatch the necklace away and dump Maria back into the well. Oh no! What are you doing?! (laughs) Before Mary Lou can run off with the necklace, a golden light erupts from the well, and a magical wind pulls Mary Lou and the garnet stone down into the well. Inside the well is a strange, wonderland-esque world, filled with creatures like a Toad King, talking trees, and a kangaroo army. Because Mary Lou and Maria disagree on who the garnet stone necklace belongs to, the Toad King tells them that they must journey to Mother Holly, who is the all-powerful ruler of the realm. Uh. She'll know whom the necklace really belongs to. (laughs) Maria and Mary Lou journey through the Wonderland, stopping occasionally so that Maria could perform various chores for the citizens of Mother Holly's world. When they reach Mother Holly herself, she has even more chores for them.
0: Oh, welcome! What a timely visit! I can do with your help!
1: Mary Lou only performs the chores when forced to by Mother Holly, while Maria happily does everything asked of her. After finishing all the chores, Mother Holly tells the girls to return to Earth, saying that once they do, they'll be justly rewarded. They arrive home via the well, and a vision of Mother Holly appears to them in the sky. She says, For what you've done of your own accord, you'll both receive your just reward! Maria is magically clothed in a fine white gown. And the garnet stone necklace appears around her neck. Mary Lou is doused with pitch and to the mocking laughter of the gathered crowd is married off to Master Shoelace. The Prince arrives and he, Maria, the King, and Mr. Bottle go off together to the castle while Mary Lou and her mother leave town with Master Shoelace.
0: And, as in all fairy tales, they lived happily ever after.
1: All right, so that is it. So now let's talk about Rolf Kaka's Once Upon a Time. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, first off, the style of
0: this movie is super cute.
1: Yeah, it, it it's so sort charming. Of- it's kind of, I, I kind of think of it as sort of Hannah Barbera esque that kind of yeah. style to the characters, but with more more fluid animation.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like the drawings are that style, but it's also got just really nice, yeah, nice animation, nice little touches, and like, mm. some of it f- feels like, especially the animals- are really nicely done, like because there's there's scenes of like really cute little cartoony forest creatures and like a, a stag and even mm. even uh, Maria's dog Bello. is just very yeah Bello is very cute.
1: He he is absolutely adorable. This little little tiny perpetual puppy Bello. He's a little blue dog. Mm-hmm. He's so yeah cute. yeah see he's he's blue and nobody. It's no one really
0: comments on it. No,
1: it's just kind of a normal thing in this world, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Just don't worry about Don't worry about Bello. He's supposed to be blue.
1: Yeah. He, <laughs> he. It's yeah. The the character designs are so appealing. The backgrounds are like there's so much detail in the backgrounds. Like
0: oh, the backgrounds are lovely. Mm-hmm. Like they're just they're just such a like storybook style to this village. Yeah. It it's wonderful. I do
1: I, I think this is probably uh Rolf kaka's influence because again he was he was a comic book artist and when you look at the designs and how strong they are, like they're these very like graphic visual, like visually appealing design and then the backgrounds you can see like the individual like pen strokes and some of them to create mm-hmm. cross hatching and shadows. Yeah, and it's
0: it's like a lot of them also aren't like I wouldn't call them like perspective perfect. They're mm-hmm. they're not meant to be. They're like really stylized and like yeah, like like watercolor and and pen marks. Mm-hmm. It's
1: really nice. Yeah, it's 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 hard to like come it's up just with like nice. It just <laughs> looks so nice. Have you, Brie? Do you? Is this just me, or but like when when you see like a like a a film or something that you really enjoy, does it make you weirdly aggressive?
0: <laughs> I I don't know about aggressive.
1: I like when I watch this film and I'm just like like I see the characters or I see these back I'm just like sitting there. I'm like yes, and I'm like fist pumping. Like it's so good. Oh I yeah, like
0: enthusiastic. Like yeah.
1: Like, look, that's so good. Yeah, it's just like, it's like, this must be like what football fans feel when they're watching a game, (laughs) you know? Watching the big game with their team. They're like, yeah! Yes, I love that animation! Yes! fucking Backgrounds! Hell yeah! Yes! Fucking looks so good! Oh, God.
0: I think, I think the only character designs that sort of look a little strange here and there are Maria and the Prince, but I think that's because they're the least stylized of all of Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Even still, like they're still very appealing. They're very, they're very cute designs, but yeah, there's definitely because they're meant to look the nicest, I guess, Mm -hmm. which I feel like happens a lot in, in movies with more stylized characters is like the least, the less stylized you get, the the more it l- really gets noticeable when they're sort of at yeah. at an off angle, but like ninety percent of the time they're looking they're looking great.
1: Yeah there there is always this the seemingly there's this desire that the leads of the film or like the romantic leads The, they they always they're always worried about making them very broadly appealing. So they mm-hmm. don't want to stylize them because if you stylize, maybe you alienate people that don't like that stylization. So as a result, they, they do kind of start to look th- like they have safer designs, I would say.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even still, they're still appealing. They're still good. Oh,
1: do we do we want to talk about I there's a few certain scenes that I, I would I would love to kind of pick apart. And, and and talk about more. Um, yeah. So I I think first off, the, the the big the big chunk of the movie that really wins me over and that I think about so often is when Maria meets the prince in the forest. Um, and and to so to describe the scene to you, uh, dear listener, the. Prince comes across Maria and Mary Lou in the forest um, as Maria is helping Mary Lou bathe. Um, admittedly, the prince is a little creepy here because yeah, he
0: kinda... sort of he sort of sees these two ladies and one of them is like n- naked in a lake.
1: Yeah, he's just like
0: sort of on his horse creeping up behind them.
1: Like, yeah, oh, he's just kind of wordlessly like, doesn't Sarah? say anything. Yeah, it's yeah, like, uh. but. Uh, he sees Maria handing over Mary Lou's clothes to her so she could go get dressed and Maria accidentally drops one of the stockings um, to which Mary Lou slaps her square like, in the s- face slaps
0: her he
1: slaps like, her <laughs> and calls her stupid
0: yeah she, like like on screen not like a like a like a bat like a no. straight up she slaps her across the face it's mm-hmm. wild
1: yeah Um, so the prince sees this, um, and approaches Maria to comfort her while Mary Lou is gone. Um, when Mary Lou comes back, she calls Maria a hussy for talking to the prince, (laughs) and then herself immediately starts to flirt with the prince.
0: Well, yeah. Um... Sort of, yeah. Because he's just a poor hunter. He he introduces yeah. himself to them as just like, oh, I'm just a poor hunter. I'm just out here hunting mm-hmm. for stuff.
1: Yeah, and and I guess Mary Lou, as, as we'll kind of see later, she she just I don't know. I guess starts flirting with him to. I don't, I guess it's an ego thing, both to like, cause she talks about, aren't I beautiful? She wants him to agree with her. Oh yeah. Um, but she ends up tripping over Bello and she falls into the river. Um, and uh she which is great because uh both maria and the prince just start laughing at her um (laughs) um, she then she fakes an injury and the prince helps her to his horse offering to take her home um mary lou takes the prince's riding crop and whips him across the face with it
0: riding crops him in the face yeah like again full face
1: full shown on screen just smack and you you see him recoil and he looks hurt yeah (laughs) it's like damn yeah and this is wow and she she says i'm too good for a poor hunter like you so yeah she was just like fucking with him earlier um, yeah and she steals his horse she rides off with the horse
0: just rides off on his horse just, yeah. wow, all right. I'm surprised yeah. she doesn't face any further consequences from that, but she doesn't, it's fine.
1: No, well, and, and it's great because she does this, and the first thing Maria tells the prince is, Forgive her, she didn't mean any harm.
0: Like, she riding crop slapped him in the face. <laughs> I think she meant harm. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know, Maria. Come on, <laughs>
0: Maria. Maria is very sweet. She is naive to the point of yeah. ridiculousness in, yeah. in a lot of the movie, but she is very sweet.
1: There, there is one fantastic moment that she has. Just a brief look that Maria has. when Oh, God. Um, <laughs> when, when the prince is helping Mary Lou to his horse, Maria just fucking stares daggers at Mary Lou.
0: Yeah. She, she does have some good, like, I'm, I'm so over your shit faces yeah. here and there in the movie which is nice but she, like she never voices it but they've no. definitely there's a few expressions where she's just like oh my fucking god
1: Man, look at this fucking bitch <laughs> i'm
0: so i'm so done with this yeah but, but
1: what, <laughs> oh god but what but what the, the, the what really wins me over the most in this scene is that after mary lou runs off the prince and Maria have this quiet moment to themselves where this this is, so this is a musical, um, and the, the, this is where Maria and the prince share a song about basically the prince just asking her, um, to wear the, wear this garnet stone necklace. He gives her the garnet stone necklace and is asking her to always wear it because it will um, keep him close to her. If you want to be princess of my heart, from this golden chain, you must never part. Day and night, I'll be close to you. Tell me yes, and that you love me, too. Mom. It's such a beautiful beautiful moment because it is just a song of these two people holding each other as they as they sit by a lake and it's so like just quiet and soothing and it's just them holding each other and and just loving each other yeah it's very
0: like it's, it's the classic fairy tale thing of known each other 60 seconds and now we're in love. But, mm-hmm. like, because of the sort of, like, it's just so classic, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, I, this makes, this feels great in yeah. my heart. Be,
1: because this is packaged as a, a very traditional fairy tale, you, like, I, I 100% buy it. Like, it is a little funny, as you said, like, they love each other right away but i am so on board with this yeah um, and it's just a sweet little song it is and again it's just it's them holding each other like how how often do you would would you ever see this in an animated film where the characters are just holding each other and just enjoying holding each other yeah you know, and and Bello is there, and it's so. This is like kind of th- this is what keeps the action going in the scene is that Bello is just kind of admiring them, and he sees like there's a little leaf that falls onto their reflection in the lake, lake, and he and he kind of jumps up and he blows it off so that he you know you could admire their reflection in the lake, yeah. and and it's they are they are very static in this scene, but there's other stuff going on that kind of carries. Carries carries the scene through so you're not getting bored. Mm hmm. Like, it's just very, it's so well done. It's just very sweet. This is me, this it's is simple and sweet. And this is me just like fist pumping in the back. Yeah! <laughs> yes! <laughs> you sang that song! So good! So good! I love this! Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, God. I mean, much in contrast to, I think this is the second song of the movie. The first song is with i think mary lou and her mom
1: yeah not to go Ma- yeah. immediately
0: to another song but the first song is a oh, lot God. Auditorially. They, yes
1: the the first song comes right after uh so they've successfully conned mr bottle into agreeing to marry uh mary lou's mom who never gets a who never gets named in no the, uh... the prince doesn't either no yeah the only it's, three it's ca- just
0: well i guess there's four characters with names yeah. There's Maria, it's just... Mary Lou, oh, Mr. Bottle, Bello, mm-hmm. and Mr. Shoe Lace. So five.
1: And and I guess Mother Mother Holly. Oh, Mother Holly. Six. Yeah.
0: There we go. Oh, that's not bad.
1: Yeah. It it just means that throughout this podcast, we are going to be forced to refer to her as Mary Lou's mother. Or Maria's they...
0: stepmother. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But so they, they successfully con Mr. Bottle into agreeing to marry uh, Mary Lou's mother. And then they just decide they go on a shopping spree. So, yeah. it's I... yeah. <laughs> Let the Marvelous, I say. The tailor stitches here and there, and makes the ladies bright and fair. Thing makes a lady
0: I, I'll be real, there's good chunks of the lyrics in this one that I didn't actually understand because the singing voice from Mary Lou is difficult <laughs> on the ears. <laughs>
1: I've seen this film so many times and I have no idea what the fuck she's saying.
0: <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't just me, because no. yeah, it was, it was like... This I don't film... know what you're singing about.
1: This film doesn't have closed captioning so I couldn't even check. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. It's it's great though. It's I will say for for ma- the majority of the songs, they are sort of more like they're they're sort of backing for the animation. Um yeah. It's the the songs themselves are less important than what's going on visual, visually or narratively in the scene mm-hmm. which it's not wrong or bad i think it's just it's interesting because we're definitely used to more modern uh modern movies nowadays where the song is like this fully integrated part of the movie and it's it could almost practically exist as its own music video separate from the story
0: yeah Whereas this one is very, they're very, yeah, backing, back backing audio for mm-hmm. for the story, which is nice. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, like the the Mary Lou, not Mary Lou, Maria and the Prince song is just yeah. very, like, it's, it's less about the song and more about like, oh,
1: they're just, you know, mm-hmm. they're in love. Yeah, it's, it's more about just witnessing their love. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there 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 are a few other songs in this one. We we get a few reprises of Maria's song with the prince.
0: Oh, it's nice cuz like every so I, th- there's like a le- mo- leitmotif of just like the first few bars of of the of Maria's song and it it'll come in during mm. scenes with like the prince and stuff yeah. like that, which is nice.
1: Yeah, it like it really it becomes it's their song and it's it's like that nice little reminder. Oh, yeah so good
0: <laughs> I did note that it was weird that they were having a song and we didn't know the, the prince's name yet but <laughs> we never learn it so no, that's no. kind of a moot point <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Like you know it's fine it, I think it just it just caught me because the song has him saying Maria a lot yeah. like he says her name several times in the song but he doesn't have one himself
1: mm-hmm. tragically yeah and like, it's it's funny it's funny to see that sometimes because we we saw it in happily ever after as well where the prince just never gets named and so yeah it's it comes it's a lot better in this one because maria and and the prince um like they don't they don't have a lot of scenes together and when they when they do reunite at the end it's kind of, it's this cute little moment where he he refers to her as my girl with the garnet stone and and she replies to him my poor hunter and it's so it's like you kind of forget that like we don't know his name because it's just yeah the dialogue is just makes it makes sense
0: yeah it's very cute
1: mm mm-hmm. mhm oh, but uh, i I do you do you wanna talk about Mary Lou?
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure.
1: Like we fucking have- She's to. a lot. Oh my god. It's funny Ugh. because Mary Lou's mom isn't like she's definitely like she cons Mr. Bottle and you could tell that she's definitely using a lot of his money without like Just kinda helping herself to his cash, but other than that, like Mary Lou's mom isn't that bad yeah yeah i guess
0: but mary lou is definitely a (laughs) few steps above
1: yeah and maybe it's just that mary lou is so fucking terrible that it's just like
0: (laughs) it was weird because when she first appears like she it's her mom and her coming into this little town and Mm -hmm. her mom is clearly scamming people and air quotes reading their fortunes yeah And you just see Mary Lou in the back of the cart and she's like, I would, I'd like to have some things. I'd like a nice dress and I'd like shoes. Like it shows that she's barefoot and I'm like, oh, that Mm -hmm. sucks. That's really sad. I hope that she's like, maybe, maybe her mom is like not helping her or something like that. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, no, no, no. (laughs) She's actually terrible.
1: Yeah. You, you are kind of sympathetic for them at the beginning because even, even with Mary Lou's mom and her, and her, her fortune telling scam, like, you get the impression that they are not well off, and her mom is just, like, trying to hustle so that they could have some money to put food yeah. on the table. And and it, it really is, it's only until they sort of insert themselves into Maria and Mr. Bottle's life that they start taking advantage of it, and... And like and and Mary Lou's mom does participate in in making Maria into the maid. She's not like yeah. free of guilt from that. Um but it is like it's not until they start taking over that it's just like, "Oh, actually you're just shitty people who just <laughs> were down on their luck before." Yeah oh god but yeah mary lou is just fucking terrible
0: she's so she's she is mean for the sake of being mean like she's just cruel because she can be and yeah. it's yeah it's a lot
1: yeah like we we talked about her we, we talked about her whipping the slapping maria in the face whipping the prince in the face yeah um after after she steals the horse from him um <laughs> She, like, she arri- arrives home and Mr. Bottle is like, where the hell did you get the horse? And and she just, and she says, a hunter lent me his horse. The horse is fine, but he was worthless. Damn. So, all right. Jesus. It's kind of fucking cold. Um, he was trying to help you, but all okay.
0: Yeah. I guess. Jesus.
1: And there's, and there's the whole thing with the well where she... She tricks Maria into going down into the well to retrieve, oh my God. retrieve the necklace. Yeah, and she... She basically
0: attempts to do a murder.
1: Honestly, like, yeah, like, she is... I, I titled this section of my notes, Mary Lou is a murderer. Yeah, she, like, I just like, said, good job,
0: Mary Lou, you killed her.
1: <laughs> it is, like, she, she drops Maria down the well, and... Immediately, Mary Lou just, like, starts monologuing to herself about how she's going to be queen and and command, rule over everything. And meanwhile, Maria has gone completely silent in the well.
0: Yeah, like, she is below the water. She's gone.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's dead. It, like, oh, yeah, like, that's what it feels like, is that she, like, she's not even treading water. She just sunk like a stone. And, and Mar- Mary Lou is just, like, talking about how great it's going to be when she's queen. Yeah.
0: Like she does not care. She's just no. like, well,
1: I did it- a murder
0: and now yeah. I get to be queen. Hooray.
1: Yeah, and it's not even because she like she does not give a shit about the prince at all. It's all about, I just want to be queen. Yeah. Yeah, no, she 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 just sucks. Yeah, and and uh when they're in there's another instance of her being a stone cold murderer in Oh god, yeah. So when when they are in um Mother Holly's world um so Mary Lou at one point she's fed up with doing chores for Mother Holly so she goes to wander off and Maria sends Bello after her cuz she wants to make sure that Mary Lou is safe because um,
0: Maria is a good person.
1: Mhm. So Mary Lou tries to get Bello to sniff out where the garnet stone is. Um, but when Bello f- refuses to do so, she ties him to a tree and leaves him there. And snow falls overnight and Bello freezes to death. Yeah. Like, it just in
0: all caps, did the dog just fucking die? Because <laughs> he, he's like out in the cold. It's snowing. At mm-hmm. first, he's like, oh, snow. And then it like starts dropping from the tree onto him. And then he's just buried. Yeah. And he's gone. And like a little flower sprouts from from where it falls. And you're mm-hmm. like, um. Yeah. He, I think they just killed this this little dog. And yeah. this sucks. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah. Surprise. The dog dies.
0: Except I, it's fine. Don't worry about it.
1: Yeah. So it ends up the next day. Um, Mother Holly sends Maria and Mary Lou back home. And on their walk back, Maria spots the little blue flower. And when she picks it up, it turns back into Bellow.
0: Um, and and Mary Lou is like, that's impossible. He died. And
1: I'm like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Like you could you could you could argue that maybe she didn't realize that by tying Bello to the tree that she was dooming him to death. But she recognized she seemingly recognized what was going on before Marie. Like cause Maria had no clue that what happened to Bello. Yeah. So. She- mary lou recognized
0: at some point she realized that oh i left that dog tied to the tree oh no i'm really i it's really cold out there and there's a bunch of snow well that dog is dead
1: yeah it was probably more like oh i guess that that pitiful dog is dead who cares he he didn't find the garnet stone necklace that's I think that's my favorite thing about Mary Lou is she has these points where she's just like shouting to nobody about like how yeah she- great <laughs> she
0: gets she- super pissed and she's yeah. just like whatever stars when I'm queen my crown will be brighter yeah. than you and she's just like yelling <laughs> at the sky <laughs>
1: that's the best part she's yelling at the stars for being sparkly you think you're so good stars yeah fuck you stars, stars I'm you. gonna be queen and then she yeah to the there are birds or something in the forest she's like I'm gonna send all the hunters to kill you birds fuck you <laughs> just good god lady oh, chill out god it's great it's I oh. will say I like I love this film dearly and it but it definitely it has these moments where I just laugh my ass off at it sometimes too
0: yeah oh yeah oh god Oh, the whole. Okay. Can we talk about the whole. Because, like, before they get to the point where they get sucked down the well. Yeah. This is a very, like, not really magical beyond having a blue dog. There's, like, no magic in this story. It's just a Mm -hmm. a couple of young ladies and a prince. Yeah. And just marrying, marrying for love and all that stuff. And then suddenly, Maria gets dropped down the well, and then there's magic golden light and wind and they're sucked into like wonderland essentially and i was yeah. like what ha- what what the hell yeah because that- <laughs> like being unfamiliar with the story hmm. i just expected it to sort of keep going in the in the world it had established already and then it was yeah. like no just kidding here's a magical world inside of a well with talking frogs
1: oh, god i never and, even thought of that and
0: kangaroo armies and I was like what happened
1: I guess yeah because I guess now that you mention it because this this story from the start has some similarities to Cinderella which is probably the the, the fairy tale that we're most familiar with that kind of this yeah the evil stepsister and takes over and makes the the good the good girl the maid and Mm Hmm. And yeah, it's, and, and it's one of those things, I think because I've seen this film before, I, I didn't really clock that as like a, uh, <laughs> as as like a, as a, a weird thing. And it doesn't help too that like when I, when I send Brie these, these movies uh, that I don't, I don't give her any no uh, heads up. So she just like presses play on the video. And I purposefully,
0: like, I make sure that I go in as blind as I can. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to get some, I want to get my own honest reactions to these things. So I was like, I knew this was Christie's Golden Grail movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's it. That's all I knew. <laughs> yeah,
1: I've like spent, I've spent the week uh, prior Golden to Grail? this. Golden uh, Grail? Holy Grail. Ho- Holy Grail? Yeah. Holy Grail. I've, I've spent like the week uh prior to us recording this this um just sending brie these vague messages just all in caps how much i fucking love this movie yeah (laughs) um
0: (laughs) so that's all i knew and going into this it felt like a very yeah like like cinderella like Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have been surprised if there was like a little like a fairy godmother or something like that like sure okay but instead, it was a whole, like, it's like, okay, suddenly you're in a well. There's talking frogs. It's magical. <laughs> There's, like, f- like funky colored trees and talking trees and the sky is pink and it's <laughs> magical world. And I'm like, what? Ooh, yeah. what, a, what? There was no hint of this earlier.
1: I, I will say one of the alternate titles for this movie is uh, Cinderella's Wonderland. Well, it's like <laughs> so on the nose. Well, there it is. I guess if I, I mean, if I had sent you this movie under that name, you it probably the, that alone like spells everything out, eh?
0: Yeah, like, I would have been prepared. I would have been like, okay, there's the Cinderella part, and there's the Wonderland part. <laughs> that that makes, yep, yeah, that that tracks.
1: Done and done.
0: But <laughs> because the title. That I saw was once
1: upon a time. I was mm-hmm. like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. No. Nope, I don't know what I'm in for. There are also some of the alternative titles, just to mention it, is so there was Maria de Oro und Bello Blue. So just basically Maria and Bello Blue. And I've also seen it released under the title of Der Jabersh Der oh God. Der You Jabber, can do it. Oh god. Der Jaber <laughs> Der Jabr Fuck me. Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> Why did you do this to yourself? Der Jobberstein. Zaberstein? Zaberstein. Der Jobber... Fuck. Never mind. Der
0: <laughs> you have to leave this part in.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> oh god.
0: Just gold star for trying.
1: Thank you. Der, der, der Jobber... Oh fuck. Der Zaberstein... <laughs> That's that's the title of the, the region 2 German only DVD that I purchased when I back when I was like maybe I could splice this together. Nice. And it's I still have it. It kind of just sits on my shelf because I I can't what am I I can't like donate this region 2 German only DVD. So I guess I'll
0: just <laughs> I mean you could, but I don't think many people are going to be that interested.
1: No. No, people are probably just going to complain to some clerk at Value Village will get yelled at because this DVD yeah. doesn't work in their player.
0: really best for you to keep hold of that one
1: yeah it's this is my it's you know what it is kind of my whenever i see a region 2 or like just an alternate region dvd at the thrift store i do feel almost an obligation to get it because it's like i'm (laughs) I'm like the only bitch here that could actually play this shit (laughs) do you have a region 2 player now i do and i love him like a son (laughs) He's my precious boy. He plays He plays all regions, including Blu-rays. Wow. And I love him and treasure so him. So precious. He has brought me so much joy. I would highly recommend, if you are a person who likes weird movies, I would definitely recommend, um, assuming that it's legal in your country, because I think there are some weird, like, legalities about it. It's all good in Oh, Canada. really? Yeah, it's, like, a weird thing that, like, I forget what it was exactly, but it's, like, you can buy... You can buy them in Canada, but like other countries, you might not be able to buy it Buy a region free player. Yeah, it's so I'm not sure about like if anybody in the States like, yeah. I guess just check your check your local laws at the same time. Don't send the FBI after me because it's all good in Canada. Yeah, (laughs) don't please don't send the FBI to take away my my son.
0: Your precious precious son
1: my precious son i've I've been able to enjoy so many weird movies that have not been have not gotten a proper region one release or movies that if I were to find a region one d v d it would be like a bazillion dollars compared to uh, yeah yeah it's
0: one bazillion dollars
1: yeah yeah um <laughs> but Back, uh, so back to once upon a time. Um, do you? We should probably talk about Master Shoelace a bit because I kind of I had to gloss over him in the the ludicrous speed summary.
0: Yeah, Master Shoelace is an interesting character. Like,
1: I, yeah.
0: Go yeah, go ahead.
1: I I kind of I I kind of love him. I won't lie. He so he 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 He's is endearing a... in a way. Like yeah. His his whole shtick is that so he so he's a he's got a hunchback with a he's got kind of a speech impediment and he also has one leg that's shorter than the other and this makes him like just like the f- most fun character because all three of these things influence his animation and his how his his performance in the film yeah like I was always just.
0: I loved the way they animated him walking and stuff because they and all of this little like, because this movie is just full of really like cute little visual gags and things like that. But he was like, a lot of his animation is, is, takes into account those parts of his character design and it's really lovely. Yeah. It looks great. Like they did an amazing job, especially because like. A walk cycle is hard, and mm-hmm. a walk cycle with character with two different length of of legs mm-hmm. be extra tricky, but it, he's it looks amazing. It's great.
1: Yeah, and that's and that's exactly why something like this is so special because other productions, especially if they if they don't have the budget, they don't want to fucking put this specialized animation into into a bit character. Yeah. And they go they go like dial it completely to 11 with him it's so fun just to watch him like sometimes he'll just kind of stand on his tall leg while the the short leg is swinging kind of idly while he's talking to somebody yeah Um, his sometimes his speech impediment like he has to like he kind of stutters and like his stutter is like very like mixed into his animation oh god he's just he's so yeah just animation is so nice to watch um yeah He's he's a
0: like he's a funny character too because he he basically comes in and he's like he is in love with Mary Lou, mm-hmm. like he's the cobbler. He's made her shoes. He brings her gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point he's trying to to get her to like marry him, and she basically tosses him out. But yeah. on the way out, he runs into Maria who he he like lands and gets like a bucket on his head or something like that and he can't get it off and Maria stops and like helps him and Mary Lou's like oh yeah you can marry Maria and he's he basically looks at her and he's like you are too nice for me like yeah. you're a good person i need to marry a witch like your sister
1: yeah he's that's <laughs> exactly his he says when i get hitched it'll be to a witch like your sister and you're like Okay, <laughs> it's yeah, like it's kind of it's great. Like he knows, like Mary Lou is a is a huge bitch, but he's like, I love her anyways.
0: Yeah, and it's because I was expecting it to be like, oh well, if I can't get one sister, I'll get the other sister, and then it yeah. would be like like weird. But he was just like, no, you're really nice, and I want to. I I I really like your terrible sister.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I yeah, almost, okay. Yeah. I almost do wonder in a way if 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 it's he he doesn't think he deserves somebody nice because Aww. he you know he because of his his, his deformities and his speech a bit I mean he he seems happy as hell when he ends up with Mary Lou in the end though so I guess yeah. it worked out for him I guess he's yeah there he his great his best scene is um so uh, once once the king sends out the proclamation about the prince wanting to marry a girl who has a garnet stone necklace, Master Shoelace overhears Mary Lou talking with her mother about this and and basically he gets it confused and thinks that it's a dowry. So he he thinks that he like he makes a promise to bring the Garnet Stone necklace to uh Mary Lou. Um, and he thinks that by doing so he now they're going to get married. So he yeah. he ends up um, he has he has a little fun song to himself where he's just like, he's like, yeah, today is awesome. I'm getting married. Yay. And Woo. he brings with him this, I guess, like a marriage licensor. It's, it's, it's like a no-
0: like a- he, he goes to the notary. Yeah. To get- yeah.
1: To get to get like a contract for the marriage so yeah the both of them arrived master shoelace is all decked out in his his finest suit and he
0: stole from a dude on the way
1: yeah it's like a little fun (laughs) bit of animation yeah they like
0: do a little whirlwind and then the guy is wearing his clothes and master shoelace has the guy's nice clothes on yeah he just walks away he's like all right.
1: There's another fun bit in that. I think it was a guy just had a a bouquet of flowers and and Master (laughs) Shreelay sneaks up on him. He takes the guy's own hand, puts it over his face. Yeah, like covers his eyes. Covers his own eyes with his own hand and then just takes the bouquet of flowers and walks away, leaving the guy there still holding his own hand to his face. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, that's great. It's just,
0: like, there's so many just little little bits of love in the animation in this movie
1: yeah stuff that I I didn't know it took me like multiple viewings to spot Um, but so but so yeah so Master Shoelace arrives with the uh, the notary and uh, Mary Lou's mom kind of realizes right away what's happened so she gets the garnet stone necklace from Master Shoelace and then tricks the both of them into walking out on the roof where they're trapped for the remainder of the film. Yeah.
0: Um, they just spend the, the the second half of the film on the rooftops trying to find their way down. Yeah. And it would it'll, it'll just cut back to them every now and then
1: and they're and they're just arguing, arguing with each other trying to figure out how to get down. Yeah. There's there's a there's two bits of animation just gags in this that I really liked. The first one is they originally like so they just kind of walk out this like this window of the staircase, yes. Through, and they just like it's the Looney Tunes thing where they walk out and they don't realize that they're not walking on solid ground and they look down and then see where they are. But in it, like a subversion of the Looney Tunes thing, instead of falling. They just like, while shaking with tremendous fear, they just like slowly like walk backwards.
0: Yeah, they just like back up across yeah. the nothing.
1: Yeah, and they're, yeah, they're back not onto walking, the roof. They're not walking on anything. They're just they back up and then they're on the roof. <laughs>
0: it was it was just so good.
1: There's so that was fantastic. And then Master Shoelace, as they're walking around on the roof, he walks with his shorter leg. I mean, because of the incline, he's his shorter leg is compensated, and he walks like normally for the first time, and like he's so he's just walking, and he realizes it, and he just kind of yeah. has a moment where he like mugs to the camera, and he goes, "Oh, it's kind of fun walking up here." Yeah, I was just like, "Oh, yeah, it's just it's, <laughs> that makes sense." It's I don't know, it's just so adorable. It's just oh, I love you, Master Shoelace. Yeah, that's. <sighs> just- there's so many instances
0: of just very like just quick little little jokes and gags mm-hmm and they're not but they're not like stopping the action to happen most of the time it's just no.
1: it's just really in there and it's great it's it's built into it's integrated into the story and what's going on like there's um the prince and the king they they have dinner together after the prince meets Maria and they're seated at the ends of a very long table and there's a series of attendants running the length of the table and to talk to each other they they whisper a message to the first attendant who then passes it to the next and it passes along and it gets it's a game of telephone basically it's the game of telephone all the way down the table my son come on. Why is your face so pale? Question mark. Over. My son, comma, why is your face so pale? Question mark. My son, comma, why is your face so pale? Question mark. My son, comma, why is your face so pale? Question mark. My son, comma, why is your face so pale? Question
0: mark. My son, comma, why is your face so pale? Question mark. My nun, comma. Why is the state so quail? Question mark My son, comma.
1: Why is your face so pale? Question mark. My gun, comma. Why is the lace in jail? Question mark. Yeah, so by by the end of, of the game it's just a completely messed up messed up message and they both know at the they when they get the message that it's just like they're used to this. The yeah, they're is, like
0: that's not what he said. Yes. Yeah, uh, so c-
1: that's clearly not right, but they keep doing it until finally the the king just gets fed up with it. But it's it's like a great little moment that there it doesn't matter the character or how long they are on screen for, they get something to do, whether it's like a little bit of like characterization to them or just some fun gags to do. Yeah. the The king, the king is all about he 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 retires, and then he's all about beekeeping. And so yeah, he just
0: he just wants to keep
1: bees. So yeah. he walks around carrying a giant beehive for the yeah. rest of the film. Yeah, and there's just various shenanigans with this this beehive one of the things that i also really liked is that like
0: the the prince is like oh you know he's having love troubles and the king is trying to guess who he who he's fallen in love with and he he names off all these like noble ladies around and the prince is like no 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 um and then he reveals like he's like oh it's it's just like a a common girl or like a peasant girl basically mm-hmm. and usually in stories like this like the king's like well, you can't marry a peasant girl that's they're not a blue blood they're not royalty yeah. but in this he's just like oh hell yeah new blood in the ki- in the in the family hell yeah. yeah let's let's go marry this peasant girl and i'm like cool
1: <laughs> yeah he is so excited about it and yeah. he, like he just the king just again the king like he, his screen time probably amounts to less than like, like three minutes. Like he, three or five minutes. He is not in the film for long, but his, like you get so much character from him. He's just this happy guy that he immediately he recognizes that his his son is in moping about something and he wants to you know help him out and when he finds out oh you're in love well hey like that's great let's make this happen let's yeah try and find this girl you get to be king now i'm gonna retire and 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 retire
0: and keep my bees in the basement it'll be great
1: yeah oh god yeah you know what i i another thing I like too with with the prince is that the moment where so there there's this scene where the these various ladies are coming to present themselves to the prince to with their various garnet stones and and it's nice in that the garnet stone is obviously it's like it doesn't really matter in the long run like yeah, despite the prince saying that you know, keep this with you. It's like, it's just a sentimental thing. Like the Garnet Stone doesn't have any actual power because the prince is clearly looking for Maria. And when Mary Lou presents herself, he recognizes her. as Yeah, he's
0: like, wait, don't you have a sister?
1: Yeah, and, and Mary Lou's mom is like, no, no, I know this is my only daughter. And he's like, I know you have a sister. Stop lying to me. <laughs> Girl, you
0: slapped me across the face with a riding crop. I remember you.
1: <laughs> I kind of wish he had a fucking bruise throughout the rest yeah. of the film. Just you did this to my face, ma'am. Yeah, and it's but it's it's great because it's like he if Maria showed up to that castle without the garnet stone necklace, absolutely you get the impression that he would accept her right away.
0: Yeah. Well, I I figured it must have just been like a like a a way like if he's like if I give her this garnet stone and then I'm like I'm looking for a girl with a garnet stone then she will be allowed into the castle kind of
1: thing. Yeah. Or maybe I guess That's it's what I figured as a way to to tell Maria that hey I know I said I was a poor hunter but I'm actually kind of the crown prince. Maybe. Yeah. Um. But it's it, yeah, that's just it's a great scene, and it's also so. And Mary Lou realizes what she's done too. She has a moment of yeah, of going, "Oh shit!" That's she the recognizes hunter. it's the prince, and she's yeah. like, "Oh no, <laughs> oops!" It's well, you know, <laughs> it's so funny too because despite despite the prince flat out rejecting Mary Lou for not not like he doesn't want to marry her doesn't matter about the stone she is of the impression that if she could get maria's garnet stone necklace that he will marry her yeah like
0: she i d- i don't know how she comes to that conclusion but
1: yeah i guess she just has it's just her mindset that she just assumes that if i do it's... this
0: yeah the stone's what's important
1: yeah yeah, and I guess that kind of makes sense if, like, she is like cause she is a terrible person who obviously doesn't really understand the love. Yeah, it's yeah. It <laughs> is all it is. It's just about the necklace. Once I have the necklace, he has to marry me. But she, you, you whipped the guy in the face. He's <laughs> not gonna. He's not gonna, you gonna marry you. you. No, I kind of wish. I kind of wish we saw that scene where she she does get the garden stone necklace and goes back and she's like, "I found the garden stone necklace." He's like, fuck off. I told you no. And where's Maria? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I dropped her down a well. What? Guards. 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 Seize her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, delusional. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and when they go into like the the Wonderland sort of place. Yeah. It's sort of. It's shown as like Mary Lou and Maria, and they're trying to like they're not proving themselves to to uh Mrs. Holly, but like I kind of half expected I don't know for Mary Lou to to realize things or to sort of see uh, that that Ma- Maria's kindness was like good or like <laughs> was that
1: been beneficial in some way, yeah, or like
0: or being mean would do her no good kind of thing, but she, ner- she she doesn't actually learn a lesson. Like, I was expecting her to be, like, to learn something from the whole ordeal. She yeah, does not.
1: I guess even... <laughs> she at no
0: point learns anything.
1: Yeah, like, even at the end, when she gets covered in pitch, like, you don't really feel... Like, she... Uh, she was punished for her bad behavior? But yeah, I guess, like you said, like, she doesn't learn to... Or she at least... I guess it's like refusing to learn a lesson, like yeah. the the lesson was like kind of spelled out for her, but she's just like no.
0: I I, I reject ch- your lesson.
1: Yeah, I do not choose to learn this. What What did you think of of Mother Holly's Wonderland? We've kind of talked about it uh, briefly, but what What is? If...
0: It was a little weird. <laughs> a little weird. The backgrounds were very striking in that they were so different from the ones from the town cuz yeah. they're very it's very just flat shapes like the the sky is sort of a watercolor gradient but everything else is very flat cell colors
1: mm-hmm. instead
0: of the the painted and and pen stroke backgrounds from the rest of the film so that was interesting
1: yeah yeah like it was a very deliberate attempt to make a visual distinction between the two worlds
0: yeah um in general, like they they run across some really like fun little things the the first the little spinning dudes that they meet at the beginning mm-hmm.
1: are a little weird, yeah, yeah, I wasn't quite sure what to make of them. I'm not really sure what they are meant to be.
0: I yeah, they look sort of like a caricature.
1: I yeah, but um they have I'm not sure why <laughs> well, it's so so to explain it, they're like these little like, kind of humanoid very round white figures with like a little kind of tunic top to them but they have a pointed triangle hat and it's almost like it it kind of comes across almost as the like it's it's like a a chinese style of hat Um, yeah but like
0: it's not really remarked upon in any way it's just sort of like a weird design the designs beyond the that like I love the way that their sort of silhouettes work like they're mm-hmm. great like the designs are really fun except for the whole weird caricaturedness. It's almost like they're trying to do like a weird Tweedledee, Tweedledum plus the dancing mushrooms from Fantasia thing. Yeah.
1: I was Like if if you, if you sure. crossed
0: those.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to it's I I was trying to figure out if it because yeah like that's with with the pointed hat because they kind of just come in and they they spin around and so i was like is it like is it a caricature or is it that they're like because they're kind of spinning is it like a it meant to evoke a spinning top? Yeah. I think it doesn't help that their names appear to be ding dong and dong ding.
0: Oh, really? I didn't catch that. Yeah, that's it's, not... It's <laughs> that's,
1: not, <laughs> It's kind of ambiguous because they don't say my name is, they just kind of say it in response to something Maria tells them. I'm so happy to meet you. You could at least be useful and tell us where Mrs. Holly is. There, here, here, there. What does that mean? They that's don't talk right. with any kind of uh, accent at all but it is just like kind of like just kind of disjointed sentences that again it's just like are these a caricature or is this just like we're trying to make a weird funny creature that we're just getting weird vibes from?
0: Yeah it's it's I yeah which is a shame Mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel feel like they were deliberately being but Mm -hmm. then again we're we're a couple of white Canadian girls, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, so this, this, it's, yeah, like full disclosure that this might be something that we, we just don't have the correct perspective to properly weigh in on.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the rest, yeah, uh, there's just a lot of sort of weird. Like the kangaroo army comes out of nowhere, doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Like they just sort of hop and they're yeah. like doing little gags, and it's cute and funny. But it's just like, oh, it's just a line of kangaroos. Yeah. There's and a they... weird talking apple tree that's like, mm-hmm. oh, shake my branch, shake me. It's like, yeah. okay.
1: Yeah. And Maria, Maria shakes him, and then the kangaroos collect the apples in in their pouches to take to wherever so that I guess that was that was why they were there yeah. they were obviously. there to take the
0: apples to to mrs holly for her breakfast or something
1: yeah yeah everything is like yeah as they're going to this world there's just these various they're they're not even really obstacles because they could just choose to walk past but it's just kind of I guess tests of character that you know like you could walk past but oh look maria stops to help the tree or there's like um yeah It was Um, like,
0: there's bread that's in an oven, and the bread's like, let us out, it's hot in here. She's
1: like, holy shit. (laughs) When she pulls it
0: out, it's just bread. Like, it doesn't have a face, it's just weird, psychic-talking bread.
1: That's, oh my god, that's terrifying without any (laughs) fucking context. Oh my god, just this fucking voice coming from a stove saying, help, help, it's hot in here.
0: Yeah, I was just like, um... Oh my god! Uh, And then she takes it out, and it's just bread. And I'm like, oh,
1: okay, Uh, cool. Mm -hmm. Guess it's just bread. Yeah. Oh my god. You know what's funny is that there's there's one particular shot of Maria during that moment where she's taking the bread out, and she's like, I I forget what she says, but she's like, oh, it's so yummy, and she kind of gives like a weird look to the like. It's just kind of an awkward expression on her face yeah. and that, that is they take that, that image of her as a screenshot and they use that for the DVD menu no yeah. Like, <laughs> come on that's the one you pick why oh my god should have <laughs> should write another email complain to the DVD publisher just look
0: I know you, you don't make these anymore and you I haven't don't... for a long time yeah. but I just need you to know you certainly made a choice
1: yeah, you just... How dare you? Also, please make more DVDs. <laughs> please get the rights back. please make Love, more D Yeah, please make more DVDs so that I could just stand out on a street corner and just hand this fucking movie out to people and just <laughs> tell them to watch it. <sighs> oh, God. I, um, I... <laughs> we should... Do we... We we haven't talked too too much about um Mother Holly herself in this. Oh yeah. Well she just like
0: she appears to just be like a kind old lady, but she's mm-hmm. magical. She's a magical yeah. kind old lady.
1: She she just seems to have these godlike powers that not only yeah. control her realm, but also seemingly extend into the human realm. Um But she, we just see her, she's just kind of like the, almost like old Mother Hubbard, that kind of like, yeah, that kind of look to her. And she, she has with her just a gaggle of of weird babies.
0: I don't like the babies. That was something I didn't care for. I did not care for the babies. (laughs) (laughs) And their (laughs) weird little baby butts hanging out.
1: Yeah, they, they have, so the Mother Holly is just seemingly taking care of this little group of children, and at one point um, she tasks Maria and Mary Lou to feed them their porridge, and Maria, of course, is singing the little song to them, and, and everybody loves Maria, um, and the babies get up, and they, they dance during the chorus, and they reveal that they're they're not wearing any kind of underpants, and so you just see the little baby cheeks. Every so often, peeking out.
0: It's and, just... It's weird.
1: And, and at one point, um... Uh, Mother Holly... because She notices that Maria's been doing all the work to this point, so she magically forces... Literally magics the baby out of Maria's hands and into Mary Lou's um, to make Mary Lou feed the last little baby. Yeah. Um... Which is great, because Mary Lou immediately wants to get shit over with as fast as possible, so she just starts shoveling the food warp speed yeah. <laughs> into that baby's mouth. <laughs> poor little baby. Just poor little- the, the
0: one single red-haired baby of all these completely,
1: like, the, yeah. identical
0: blonde babies, and then yeah. one little redhead baby.
1: Yeah. and And she just- the, the baby obviously gets upset and then pees on to Mary Lou. Yeah. It's just,
0: it's, it's just such an awkward little scene where it's like, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Well, it was great too. Is, is so her dress is soaked with the pee. Yeah. And, and this is like one moment. This is like one part where I'm like, I'm kind of on Mary Lou's side. Like, okay, that's a little, like, that's kind of gross. And, Maria tells Mary Lou it's okay. <laughs> it's okay it'll be dry it'll be dry soon enough
0: it'll dry and it's like Maria you don't you should no no that's not you don't just let that dry on you oh yeah. boy okay Maria
1: dry, Maria dry baby pee is like just as bad as wet baby pee I don't want it on <laughs> me poor Mary Lou spent the rest of the night with dried baby pee on her dress <laughs> And nobody gave a shit. I mean, again, it's kind of karma for yeah, like slapping people in the face. But she's still
0: a bad person. But yeah, like, she did have to <laughs> deal with being covered in baby piss for the rest yeah. of the movie, basically.
1: Yeah. What What do you think about her marrying Master Shoelace at the end of the film? Ah. Uh, Master Shoelace
0: deserved better. Yeah. I mean, he's he is kind of like he does like make a point of stealing Mister Bottle's drink at oh, one yeah. point. Like he is kind of yeah. like a like a scampy guy. Yeah, but like it's... I don't know. That's yeah. not that's not gonna be a happy life for anyone.
1: No, and you know I'm kind of it's weird because he ends up basically he just kind of falls off the roof. Um, after yeah. after uh the pitch is dropped on to Mary Lou, so I don't know if it's just like. Like, why does she go through with the marriage? proposal? Yeah, that
0: was that was also my question, because, like, you you can say no, yeah, <laughs> but she's just like, this is what I get now, I guess.
1: Yeah. Or I don't know if it's just like she like because everybody was laughing at her or because she had the pitch dropped off on dropped onto her that she was just like, well, I guess I have to marry him now or something. I like, guess.
0: No- yeah, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. That was kind of that was kind of strange because yeah it's yeah. instead of like sticking around because like her mom is still married to Mr. Bottle but Presumably. they all just leave.
1: Yeah and, and I, I don't know if that's sure. like some kind
0: of custom I wasn't aware of.
1: Yeah I wasn't sure if I mean because this is said in medieval times like maybe they weren't legally married like they exchanged rings and they were living together as man and wife. Maybe. but. She at the end, yeah, like uh, Mr. Bottle goes off to live with Maria and the prince at the castle while we see um, Mary Lou, her mum, and Master Shoelace just kind of presumably moving out of town on their little cart that they rode it on. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We we didn't really we didn't really talk about uh, you kind of mentioned it but Mr. Bottle's uh, rampant alcoholism.
0: Yeah, he's he's an alcoholic. They established that within the first ten seconds of the movie. They're like, yeah, Mr. Bottle loved his daughter and his little dog, but not as much as he loves brandy. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, like oof, literally. oh no,
1: and it's, damn, <laughs> and it's funny because it doesn't really like you don't ever see him like drunk off his butt, but.
0: He because, is constantly drinking.
1: Yeah, and and again, that's that uh, that's that bit of character. Like every character, no matter how small they get, has a thing for them to do in scenes. They're like little gags. Like as you mentioned, uh, Master Shoelace finds Mister Bottle drinking outside, and and uh, I think it was like a piece of chimney had fallen of like the chimney stack had fallen and and landed on Mister Bottle. Yeah, so Master Shoelace just kind of spins it around every so often so that Mister Bottle can't see him take a swig of his of his apple. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's just like stealing his drink out from under him. Yeah, but, but yeah, it was sort of it's sort of just a thing that's never addressed, which I can see being part of a fairy tale mm-hmm. or something like that. But at yeah. the end, he does go to live with Maria and the prince and the king, and he's instead of a bottle, he has a beehive yeah so he's, maybe he's, he joins the king in apiary
1: yeah he's he's helping the king with the bees i guess they yeah maybe they become best friends or something yeah 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah that was it was an odd thing to me just in 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 the story it's just like yes also he's an alcoholic and he drinks all the time we're not going yeah. to address this
1: no, it's it's never it's never portrayed as a problem, which is probably the right move, and that it kept it a little like lighter. Uh, yeah, you know, like it's f- fixing Mr. Bottle's rampant alcoholism is not the 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 per- the main point spot. of the
0: story. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> God, there there was there was one little moment with Mr. Bottle that I did kind of like, and it was just um. Like there's points in Once Upon a Time where they let things breathe to like like they le- they kind of just let the emotion of the scene play, and hmm. it's right after um, Mary Lou and her mom kind of take over, and we see that Maria has been forced into the role of the maid. Mr. Bottle keeps having to fork out money for their shopping sprees, and there's just like this like these two shots of you see Mr. Bottle. And Maria. And they're just kind of quietly, just like sadly reflecting on the current state of their lives. And it's just like it's it's a nice little moment that I feel like we that you don't always get in films where it's just like there's nothing there there isn't there isn't a joke in this scene. There isn't. yeah necessarily a valuable story point but it is like a nice emotional point to see that neither of them are happy
0: yeah yeah this movie it definitely takes the time and the love to put in just little touches here and there whether it be for gags Mm -hmm. or for like showing showing some emotion story beats Mm
1: mm-hmm yeah, it's kind of I I tried to look on IMDb and as far as I know, this is Rolf Kauka's only uh animated film. Oh, and it's kind of a shame because based yeah. on what we've seen in this one, like he was a great director. Yeah. It's and and he did he did unfortunately he has he has since passed. I think it was mm. I think it was two thousand um, something, somewhere in the early two thousands that he passed away. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's. Yeah, it would have been nice to see more more films from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I guess he maybe just. They just focused on the publishing aspects or his, or his comics, and that was just maybe what took his interest. So but mm-hmm. I guess if anything, I'm grateful that we at least got this one wonderful film out of him.
0: Yeah, I am very happy and glad that uh, that you introduced this one to me, because yeah. I had never heard of it. I didn't know anything
1: about it, and it was it was a delight. If if anybody out there, if you are any way interested in this film, please by all means, like, that VHS quality YouTube video was not the greatest, but you know what? It was enough that it got me extremely fixated on this movie for yeah. <laughs> a, a full year of my life. Um, to this day, I keep this movie on a... On a I, I always know where this movie is on my DVD shelf, because if there's ever a case of fire... And I need to fucking rescue it (laughs) from the flames. I know exactly where I gotta go before I hoof it out of my house.
0: The rest of them... The rest of them are replaceable, but not this one.
1: No, no, I can't... Have you seen those fucking Amazon prices? Of course not. They're too high. No! (laughs) Oh my god. Gotta keep this one. I... Yeah! It's I'm fucking scared to play it sometimes. Like I'm I'm I made a digital I made a digital copy of it, and that's the one I watch because I'm fucking terrified that I'm gonna like take the DVD out of the case one day and it'll just like dis- and drop it again. Yeah, drop it, or it'll just like disintegrate or shrivel into no! fucking plastic heap. And then what do I do? God. But I I would highly recommend that watching this film if you're listening to this uh, podcast and you're a resident of the u.s check it out on amazon prime
0: yeah absolutely
1: watch this film and give it some love because right now it's rated as a 5.7 out of 10 on imdb what and i saw that and i wanted to put my fucking fist through my computer screen because that <laughs> is not an appropriate score for this movie how dare you
0: I mean, please, please enjoy this delightful little film.
1: Yes, please do. And if you have any recommendations for a bad princess movie or if you want to write in with a question or comment, feel free to do so at badprincessmovies at gmail.com. Uh, we are also on Twitter at Bad Princess MOV. We're going to post clips and other supplementary Bad Princess movie content.
0: Yes. Oh, check out check out that extra content. Mm-hmm. It's always so good.
1: There is also the Bad Princess Movie blog just at badprincessmovies.com where I just have this ongoing uh, catalog of all of the Bad Princess movies in my collection
0: and some of the good ones like this one.
1: Yes, yes. This is this this might just need to become a tradition that, you know, special occasions we take a look at a beloved uh princess movie. Yeah. Cuz like sometimes
0: you just got to look at the really really good ones too.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it just gives renews your hope in the world that there there is good princess content out there.
0: Yeah. And and again, this is a complete aside. Has nothing to do with this episode. Check out the the Twitter because if you listened to the Cindy episode a couple episodes ago, oh god, yes, um, and remember that Christy could not post uh, the, my, the, c- the clips from from Cindy the Fairy Princess onto Twitter because Twitter marks it as sensitive <clears throat> material. It Guess happened what? again, folks. <laughs>
1: fucking twitter i <laughs> don't understand it was there wasn't even an exploding magic carpet in this one it was just cindy and the prince it was fucking singing she, they were just singing <laughs>
0: dang it twitter
1: that alex mac pond was just like it's too much for twitter to handle it's too obscene <laughs> Maybe it was maybe it was uh, the part where, where Cindy bends over and she gets speared by the grass. It was just too like it was too it was real. too violent. Yeah, they saw
0: it and they were like, oh. the Twitter robots were like, we can't have this on.
1: Our How planet. dare you, Twitter? How of dare the- you? I've seen so much bullshit on Twitter and and you're censoring me, anyways. <laughs> I can't. This is this will be just another twenty minutes of me fucking ranting about Twitter. I swear to God, Twitter. If I post clips from Once Upon a Time and you fucking censor that, I will, I will find you, Twitter. Christy,
0: Christy will come to your house, Twitter. Twitter. She'll find you.
1: Uh, per- the- uh, I will like manifest, like <laughs> use my latent psychic abilities to manifest Twitter into a single entity that can be defeated, and I will, I will be the one to end your reign. <laughs> I will make it happen. I spent a fucking year finding this movie. You think don't, I don't have the ability to do this shit? Don't underestimate Don't doubt her.
0: Don't don't test no, her.
1: Don't. You, you, if you've taken away one thing from this podcast, is <laughs> that I fixate on things, and I I do not forget when I am spurned. Christy
0: is too powerful. She cannot be stopped.
1: I grow more powerful with each download of this podcast. (laughs) 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 That's the sound I make when I'm consuming. Oh, no. Consuming the power I need from downloads. (laughs) From the downloads. From the downloads. Yes, please. (laughs) Please. If you like this episode, please check out the other ones. Yeah. I need please stri- Please download them all and <laughs> give Christy her power. Yeah. It's like the spirit bomb from Dragon Ball Z. Just hold your hands up while you're listening to the podcast. It helps. S- send Christy your energy. Yes. Do it. Twitter. No, no not Twitter. Do it, world. <laughs> also Twitter, I guess. No. But mostly the world. <laughs> oh, how is this going to work? I don't know. Oh, God. Well, anyways. Anyway. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening. Happy birthday, Christy. Yay. Thank you. Yay. Yay. All right. Thanks. We'll see you guys. No. We'll we'll le- talk. Le- Tune in next
0: time.
1: Tune in next time. <laughs> <Bye-bye>. oh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was good. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I went a little manic at the end. Ahoy! Oh hi-ho! Well begun! Hi-ho is nearly done! With hi-ho I'll dare the devil too! <laughs> hey, 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 Hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi! Hey, hi-ho! I shall fear no man today! hi hi